episode 36, SaaS Marketing in 2022. Welcome to the SaaS Venture Podcast. Sharing the adventure of leading and growing a bootstrapped SaaS company. Hear the experiences, challenges, wins, and losses shared in each episode from Aaron Weike of Leadferno and Darren Shaw of Whitespark. Let's go. Welcome to the SaaS Venture Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Darren. And I think it's officially summer. Yeah. It's, Ju- it's June. Are you are you guys doing summer in Edmonton, Canada now? Yeah, we pulled out the, uh, the Volkswagen van and we're going to do some camping this weekend. So that'll be nice. We- I saw photos of that on Facebook and I was like, yes, the mystery machine is back <laughs> up and running. I love it. Yeah. So it's been, it's, you know, when you buy a 42 year old vehicle, it, it's work. And so we, we've been, we've been, it's been back and forth to the shop for this, that, and the other thing, but uh, we think it's stable. Now we're picking it up actually this afternoon and uh, we'll be driving it out to Wizard Lake this, uh, this Saturday. So that should be fun. Yeah. No, you definitely have uh, had some adventures with the mystery <laughs> machine uh, from Last summer or whenever it was that you bought it, uh, there are definitely more yep. than a few times where some trips in and out of the shop and finding something new. It's kind of like having software, right? You just kept finding new bugs and exactly couldn't keep, couldn't keep features working, but now you're there. Yeah, totally. It's like we bought a 1990 piece of software and we're trying to update it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, good. I, I hope you get out. And you're... Summer, yeah. I mean, finally, the Minnesota springs are always finicky, and we had a lot of cold and rain. And Memorial Day weekend was gorgeous, it was like mid to high 80s, and that felt like summer kind of arrived. And now we're just in mostly uh, which I love just like low 70 degree days, yeah. Uh, so it's just been beautiful where you can have the windows open, I can work outside a little bit. All those things have been really nice. Yeah, that's. I did a little bit of outside work. I'm doing more walking now. So if I have like a phone call, I'll try to walk around while on the phone call, which is which is nice to be able to do. But yeah, you know, when Minnesota and Edmonton weather is not that different. You know, we have no. a we both get a a harsh winter and nice summers. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we have the same like Clipper jet stream that like flows down from you like through us and then dips back up. So. Yeah, it does it does seem that way. Yep. Uh, anyway, so yeah, you know, three months of uh, three to four months of try to get outside as much as you can because then you get six, seven months of winter. <laughs> yep, exactly. We're, we're more on the seven, eight months, but yes. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, obviously, in my neck of the world, uh, and I just I want to say thanks. Number of listeners just reached out or sent me a message where I'm connected in other places about my health. And I really appreciate that. Um, this last month was definitely a challenge. I got myself into, uh, another hospital visit and, uh, I'm now the proud owner of, a um, ICD device. I have a pacemaker and defib. Um, and hopefully that's helpful in kind of keeping some things, uh, at bay. So not to drag onto it, but just wanted to, you know, provide a small update and yeah, things have definitely been hard, but I'm working on it. And I have, you know, trying to make use of all the resources I have and everything else. And 
yeah, it leads to, you know, the challenge of, uh, you know, working when you want to work, right? I love my work. Right. And just having limited, limited time, right? I don't have eight hours, 10 hours, 12 hours. Uh, I can't sure. mentally or physically take that. So, yep. you know, trying to squeeze in what I can, I have to just give a huge shout out to my co-founder, Joel Headley. He is just carrying the load and doing an amazing job. And yeah, Lead Ferno has a lot of great things going on. And man, it's times like this when I just, I can't say enough, boy, I chose the right partner for this business because mm-hmm. um, he's he's just a good human. He's just been so kind. So, yeah, Joel's amazing. Uh, you know, and we're all we're all rooting for you, Aaron, and and uh, glad to see you back on the podcast and and back to back to doing things. And uh, you know, hopefully, uh, your new devices help out with everything. Yeah. Well, as you and I discussed before hitting record, as many normal things as I can do that work into my adapting lifestyle. Like I want to do, I want to do those things. Yeah, for um, sure. I want to do the, I want to do the things that bring me joy. I have enough yeah. things that I'm fighting that are joyless. So right. Uh, right. Bring, bring on the joy things. And with that, like a, one of the exciting things product wise is um, our Google messaging integration is ready for beta. We'll be emailing all of our users probably beginning of next week about that. So that's, that's huge. That's huge and yes. particularly huge for us because we really uh, are looking forward to that for rolling Leadferno out to our client base. So I really see all these SEO agencies. You have a lot, of, a lot of connections with the SEO agency world. And so I think that'll be really great for Leadferno. I'm excited to get in there and try it out. Yeah, I'm super excited. Anytime you're wrapping up a feature that, right, this was like, we're definitely... Th- three plus months into this. So when, when you get that far and you get to towards the end and uh, so like finicky with so much testing and little bugs and then there, it's really been interesting too. And without like getting into the weeds, like just some of the differences between how Facebook messaging works mm-hmm. in itself and its API compared to Google messaging. Right. Like, You'd think these things would be extremely similar and they're not. Right. So that's just kind of like, we were kind of hoping like, oh, it might be 20% different. Well, felt more like 75% different. Sure. So, sure. It's like a whole new thing you have to build. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, but yeah, just on the final uh, internal testing and some of those pieces. And yeah, I just started working on our June. Uh, update email where that is obviously going to be the the lead item and excited to get some people on and yep use use that uh to to our advantage so and i saw from twitter and other places we're connected today you had a big launch today we did have a big launch yeah so we launched our new google business profiles tab in our local rank tracker so this is actually really interesting because we switched like before in the local ranking reports, it would say, you know, we found this phone number in the search results or we found this website in the search results. And so we would, we would kind of report on the matched item, the thing that we matched on. But then we switched that to matching the Google listing. It's like, this is the Google business profile that we found. 
And then we thought, hey, we should just put all these in a separate tab. So now we've done that. And now, now that we've done it and you can see them all in one place, we realize that the software is surfacing all kinds of duplicates and practitioner listings and things you don't even know about. So we're really thrilled about the functionality that provides to our users, particularly our multi-location users. You can now see all the Google listings that we found on Google while crawling your rankings. And you can sort by the best rankings. We're now tracking your Google reviews as well. You can export it all to a spreadsheet. So there's a lot of power and value in this new feature. And I think it will drive some significant interest and particularly at the enterprise level, which you know those are great clients to get. Yeah, well, definitely. And I think this makes for a good segue into what we wanted to focus on for a while today. And that's, you know, marketing your SaaS yep. in, in the current climate. And that this is one area I think is super underrated, um, yet I still, I definitely still don't think I'm A or A plus at it. I think I do a pretty good job, but that's feature marketing, right? And we've sure. talked about it, mentioned it, things like that. And like, I mean, maybe you want to talk about even today, right? I saw like right in one of the Slack groups we're part of, and you know, you brought it to their attention so people could share. And a couple of people were like, well, Darren, you should have a follow-up tweet that also <laughs> points out it as a 14-day free trial, right? Like exactly. Yeah, it's really interesting. It's like, you know, I've gotten better. I would say I'm also not an A or an A plus at it. I'm more like a I, I'm gonna give myself a C plus at feature marketing. But the, you know, I tried to get better at it this round. Like we were just talking about it, actually, uh, me and Troy, our software team lead, how what most companies do is they make a little blog post about it that nobody cares about the blog post. It basically dies after you make the post, has no value after you announce. And then they push it to the mailing list. Or you look at a company like ClickUp and you get on Friday a blast of the 15 new features that they added that week. And no one's people stop caring, right? So this round, I wanted to make a video. And so I, I'm making a video. And so the video isn't like, hey, we launched a new feature. The video is, hey, here's a cool thing you can do. And so the video is all focused on how do you use this? What is the use case? What is the value? And so I tried to make a two minute video so that it would fit on both Twitter and LinkedIn that highlighted this stuff. And, you know, making a video, takes a long time. It's like, you got to script it, you got to record it, you got to re-record it, you got to figure out the software, figure out your lighting, your camera. And so it was a lot of back and forth to finally get it. And I think I have a good process in place now, but this is new marketing approach to feature, feature releases. It's like, every time I'm going to release a feature, it's not just like, hey, we did this new thing. Here's a new feature. It's here it is in action. Here's how to use it. Here's the benefit that it drives. Yeah. And you're exactly right when you talk about like the the time commitment to do some of these things. But to me, that also just points out the time commitment to like build that feature, right? Right. And so it's like you build this feature that depending upon its size and what you built here was like months, right? Many months. And so it's you put all that work into it. And so like just a blog post and just an email blast, like that's not equal to the work that went into it. And it's not equal exactly. to the impact that you want it to have totally yeah you you want people to pick it up you want people to like see this and think it's like you want to turn the light bulb on in people's minds when they see it that it's like i understand how i can use this 
and I, I want to I want to use this for my business. That's that's what I'm really trying to do. And if you just say there's a new feature and this it does this this and this, it's a little harder harder to convey that than when you show it with a video. Yep, and that's like for me where I've really tried to approach. Right, we write a a blog post about a specific feature. Um, and then I'm trying to like remarket it through future blog posts, social, email, yep. Yep. like I, I'm just going to come at it all the time because I, I, I wrote this article, right? Like say I write an, I wrote an article about our shortcuts feature, which is like saved replies. Right. So I try to at least every other week write a tweet about that feature. And I wrote right. a thousand words about it when I released the feature. So I could grab any one of those sentences and put into a tweet and talk about the feature differently, right? Like yeah. not just like, hey, yeah. we have shortcuts. This is great. Um, it can be like, hey, shortcuts works great to like save a reply to ask for a review. Mm -hmm. Shortcuts works great to save a link that you're often sending to someone. Shortcuts works great for pre-sales questions that you know you're likely going to ask multiple times. Yep. Um, so it's like, all of those socially can be done over and over again. And a lot of times I'm gonna have multiple images or screenshots, things like that, variating those. And then when I'm writing different things, I'm constantly mentioning and then also like cross-linking back into those, right? Helping drive some internal linking, making people aware when they see that, if they're in a, a general article um, for, uh, let's say one of the ones that I, I've uh, written is like for, texting for moving companies for movers yeah then in that article then i'm also like hey here's some of the features that would be helpful to you as a moving company this is why you want a business texting platform and then i can talk about it that way and then even when i tweet out like hey movers this is super helpful and you can use save shortcuts so you can ask questions for new leads to find out if it's a, a good prospect for you right so when you get into like all of those things it's like just getting rid of the thought of like the one and done, I wrote it, I posted it, I emailed it and just always adapting like the mentality, like nobody saw it, totally. nobody saw it. So I need to say it again. I need to write it again. I need to yep. tweet it again. I need to post it again. Well, a thousand word blog post is that you just wrote 30 tweets. You've, you've got those in the bag that you could just repurpose. Now, are you taking this idea because it, I've been thinking about doing this where, okay, I've got this great piece of content. I want to repurpose it multiple ways into multiple tweets. And then just doing that in one session, having it all scheduled in a, in like a, a social media management app, or you're just doing them on the fly. I'm just doing them on the fly. Uh, someone that's obviously focused on social, a good content marketer, like they would probably schedule that out. Yeah. Um, I, I find right. If there's, if there's a way I can work something into current event or how yeah, I'm feeling sure. about it, whatever, like I, I do yeah. like some of that. Yes, I would from a time frame and efficiency, <laughs> I would massively benefit from, you know, putting out a calendar and 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 doing those things. How Johnny um, Depp is using our new shortcuts <laughs> for his feature. <laughs> that would, oh, man, that'd be a good one. Oh, I've managed to stay out of uh, that sure. that circus. So. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> it's, oh, it's just all over. You're, and you're so much better off for it. You're so much better off for it. I I know like one percent of it, and I was like, why do I know one percent of it? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, but there's just yeah, there's just there's so much there, Darren. And I I look like I'm I'm still tweeting out 
about surveys that we did, you know, data and research that we had from over a year ago. It's like, it doesn't have to be irrelevant at all. And it's like, there's just, we've written so much content. It's like, yeah, I should be putting it out there. I might, there might be a new Twitter follower, someone who didn't see it the first time that that's willing to like, I've, I've already had those things happen that gave new life to something that was three months, six months, 12 months old. Totally. What did uh, what does Ross Simmons say? He has he's, you got some quote you like to 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 quote. Oh yeah, he's I I'm not going to remember the exact quote, but he's just like you know whatever distribute distribute everything all the time, whatever. I mean, he's so he's so great at reminding. Every time I see it, I'm just like, yes, Ross, yes. He's you're in so your head. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yes, and I'm still I'm still not there uh, far enough, but it's just like, and and I've said this before in past episodes, like. If you're not going to make a big deal about a feature, who is? No very way. rarely, right? Very rarely are you going to get some raving customer fan yep. to go and make a video, to make tweets, to do yep. whatever else like that. You have to have a lot of cred built up to get that to happen. Although, although I do have Susan Stopey. So it's, if I don't do it, Susan Stopey will do it. She, oh, she's a raving she's fan. She's the best. Sure. Yep. She's the best. <laughs> I fully agree. Yeah. Um, you know, on this topic, I actually just posted internally first, uh, a position for our social media manager, and that is their job. They're going to go through the local search ranking factors. They're going to go through all of our feature releases and just schedule all those tweets. I want a tweet, a LinkedIn post three times a day on all kinds of things. It's, it's educational mostly it's talking about our features it's highlighting our features where we can but it's it's just constantly being out there and i want to be out there on all the channels and so i want to hire someone that will uh facilitate that and you know create the posts create the graphics to go with the posts work with me to get the videos uh, made i want to be banging out short videos at least one per day and so i i want to hire someone that can really help us amplify our social presence across LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I'm actually going to make a TikTok account. And so I just want to be everywhere all the time. And I think that 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 whole concept of the attention economy and of course, being someone that people want to follow, right? Because they're going to get value out of it. It's not just talking about our products. It's, it's educating them on local search. That's an opportunity I think that I have. And I really want to focus on that. Yeah, no, I I totally think so. And like even a a step further, I think you have the ability to engage and ask questions and have dialogue and like understand like that. That's something I need to get way, way better at. Um, But like, um, and I can't remember if I mentioned this on another episode or not, but it was like maybe a month or two ago, I just basically asked and said, like, uh, if you're an agency, why are you not recommending texting for right. your customers? Right. Yep. And I had, you know, five, six, seven responses. And it really allowed me to see that a big hurdle for the group that responded was just completely looking at it different. Right. Like when they think of yeah. text marketing, they think of a spam message that, I didn't sign up for that the text shows up. Totally. And that's completely opposite of like what our mission is, is text is the easiest way for a customer to ask a question. So can you enable texting so they can ask you questions so you have the chance to start a lead in a sales process with them? 
So that really opened my eyes and then has helped form as I get into other things like podcast interviews and how I want to talk things like I need to start off with what we are doing is not the political text you're getting to go out and vote and fund this candidate and do whatever or sure. a random sale or whatever else. Like, yep, that's not what Leadferno is about. This this is what we're about. It's kind of the the opposite. So, sure. When I talk about texting for business, it seems like a bunch of people's minds are going in the completely wrong direction. And then when I bring them there, they're like, oh. Well, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Exactly. So it's like, yeah. So it's like, but if not for that engagement in social, um, I mean, I might have arrived at it after getting that feedback in one-on-one demos or meetings or things like that. I might not have, but you know that that interaction can really help with some of your marketing messaging and where to put in your messaging and and things like that. Totally, it can be a bit of a black hole too though right so if <laughs> if uh, if i ramp this up and i've got three tweets per day all kinds of stuff that i'm putting out there you can't just leave people hanging you actually have to be out there and engage and reply and so uh I, i'm a little bit worried about the time suck uh from doing it but i do i do believe in the value but yeah i think your example is great like a lot of people are thinking oh i'm gonna get if I, if I, the reason I wouldn't use text marketing is because my coffee shop did it. And then every day they're sending me the latest special. It's like, that's yep. bullshit. I don't want. Yeah. So I wouldn't do yep. that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, just don't, don't be super controversial then Darren only, only so often when you know you have the day to like, just be controversial the whole time. That's right. Um, what else, what is your other marketing plans for this year? Yeah, I, I mentioned on the last podcast we did in April, um, but I hired a podcast agency to yep. book me on podcasts. Yep. Um, so I went with uh, Kitcaster. I interviewed like three or four. Yep. Um, I I felt good. Uh, I I felt good. You know, it's interesting, right? You and I get a lot of reach outs to have guests on. Right. Um, so I see the outreach emails, things like that. Um, I felt the couple of times where I've seen a Kitcaster one, I felt like it was presented in in the right way. Right. Um, and just how they laid out, there's, you know, it was basically X amount of um, podcasts booked on in six months. Right. Um, so you, they want to get within that six month time frame, but if they don't, they'll continue to go to the number. You're kind of guaranteed a number of of podcasts. So, right. um, so far, I want to say they've... Um, booked me on three, two have been recorded. One was like released within days of recording it. Um, and it's, it's gone well so far. All of them are podcasts that like, I don't know about, um, that I wouldn't have probably come across if I did research on my own right? and tried to do outreach. Um, and it's kind of, it's been a bit of a mix. One was definitely strictly from a digital marketing, um, angle and talking through the basic strategy and and features and then the other one was more entrepreneurial um and just talking about my journey and you know Hmm. things that you know have worked for me things that have failed what i've learned work habits uh, all kinds of things like that so you know really at the end of the day right my my biggest goal with this is just a branding and awareness right like the only ones i i hope right i communicated this over time i would love for them to find me a couple of like very niche 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 who who 
However, <laughs> however you locate it. Yeah. Niche, niche, <laughs> um, but very specific topic focused podcasts, right? Like yeah. a podcast for luxury garage builders. Right. Where, right. Where it's like the listeners might only be a hundred, yep. but they're all guys who like build luxury garages for high end clientele. Right. Um, so that's one where like that one I can see be like, okay, that'd be one where it'd be nice to get some demos and sales out of where five to 10 of them are like, oh, this totally makes sense for my business. Answer a few questions and I might build a $150,000, $200,000 garage for somebody and their collectible cars or hobbies or whatever else. Right. So yeah, but mostly I just want, you know, I just have seen time and time again, when you have momentum of mentions and things to talk about, and even for your own social channels, when you're able to bring like, hey, here's other people interviewing us. Here's what the conversation was about, the topics, and there's a variety in that. Yeah. Just all kind of bands. It's this collective effort for your branding and messaging. Yeah, you inspired me, actually. I went out and I looked uh, for a similar service, and, and I found one that I really resonated with. I had a call with them. And I signed up with them. It's called Interview Connections. And it's the exact same concept. They book me on podcasts. And so um, uh, getting my bio to them, like they gave me, they, they took my bio off the web and I'm like, oh God, I got to update that. And so I'm getting my bio updated this week and they're going to put my one sheet and start pitching next week. But I've had a lot of thoughts about how to maximize these podcasts. So they, they're booking me one per week for a year. So basically they, they, they try to get me on 48 podcasts over the course wow. of my contract yep. and they, uh, they're focusing on, like, I, I speak to a lot of SEOs already and a lot of SEO people already know me. So I've asked them to get me on, um, biz, like dentistry specific or legal specific or medical, like, you know, ophthalmologists and those kinds of things. I want to go on these kind of specialty podcasts for specific industries. And I want to teach them how to do local SEO. These are businesses. And so I'm there to teach. And so I've got two ways to uh, maximize the value I get out of that. And the first one is I'm going to make every one of the podcast hosts one of our referral partners. So I'm going to set them up in advance as a, a referral partner, explain the program, get them on our program, give them the resources and material they have that they could refer leads to us and get a kickback. So I think that that's a smart approach because you build these relationships with all the podcasts. So even if let's say there was only 20 listeners to the podcast, sometimes the relationship you have with the host can drive a ton of business. So I'm going to work on that. And then the other one, I was like, you, my usual thing with these podcasts is when I go on them, the host asks at the end, Hey, that was great. Thanks for teaching us how to rank in local search. How, how could someone get in touch with you, Darren? I'm like, oh, well, you can find me on Twitter at Darren Shaw. You can go to our website at whitespark.ca. We've got all these software and services. We're happy, happy to help you out. Or you can email me. Here's my email. So I feel like you lose a lot of people there. And it's like they, they don't take action. So I actually want to do this thing using text text where I can say to people throughout the podcast, oh, hey, and you know what? You don't have to scramble to get a pen. Everything is available in my 10 point checklist. Just send a text, text SEO to three, three, five, nine, one. And we're going to, I'm going to send you my 10 point checklist on how, everything I'm going to teach you in this podcast today. And so now all those listeners will be getting like a, a message from us. So they're going to text us. 
Now they're in our funnel. So the text will actually reply and be like, click this link. And then the link asks them for their email. Now they're in my funnel. And I can actually nurture all, all those leads uh, in many ways. So continue to educate them, but then also tell them about our products. And so I, I really think that that's powerful. And I want to do that at the end of the podcast. Remind everybody. Yep. And then just send that text and you're going to get our 10 point uh, checklist. So that's my plan for these 48 podcasts. I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's great to have a specific call to action and something tangible that you can hand over to them. Right. And for you, it also, it establishes a way to like connect further. So that's, that's awesome. That's definitely more than, you know, I'm hoping for uh, maybe a few Twitter followers and some demos and just also maybe like, oh yeah, well, I've heard about you a couple different places, right? Just yeah, get, some, get some repetition. Yes. Yep, totally. Since Leadferno is not a household name. And yeah. I don't think we're, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we're getting there anytime soon. So if <laughs> if we can catch, somehow catch someone in the crosshairs on two different podcasts and be like, well, they must, they must be doing something that people want to talk to them. So yeah, totally. Did you give your podcast uh, agency specific industries that you want to target? Yeah. I'm in the interview process for them. They definitely went over here's, you know, what, what are you looking to accomplish? What audiences? So I was able to say like, I want to talk to digital marketers, yep. agencies, things yep. like that. Yep. Um, here's industries like legal and professional services and home services that, you know, the, the, the story I can tell there and the real world world working things I can tell there are very succinct and would be a great interview. Uh, so yeah, I, I felt really good about like, right. I had two different calls diving into like the research on who I want to reach and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, totally. Great. Yeah. It's funny because I actually tried to do this myself. Um, and we, I had someone on our team build out a spreadsheet of 30 potential podcasts and I outreached to five of them. I thought my pitch was awesome. They'd be like, oh, we're definitely going to want this guest on. But I got ghosted by all of them. And I was like, all right, fine. I guess uh, I'll hire someone else to do this for me because it was just a total waste of time. It's, it's a lot. And that's the same way I looked at it. I was like, I'm not going to be able to get to all this on my own and even like hunting them down. So I'm like, I'm going to let somebody who knows what they're doing do this. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. So podcasts, we're both going to focus on podcasts. Um, what, what other marketing? You got some conferences coming up. Yeah, uh, doing a sponsorship at uh, Minnesota Search Summit, which is, you know, it'll be next week, first week or second week of June, likely close to when this episode is released once edited. Yep. yep. Um, so, yeah, just uh, lower level sponsorship there, but have a booth and a table um, and just get in front of people and uh, hopefully... You know, that that conference usually has a good mix of local agencies in the Twin Cities and, For sure. you know, really strong event, great speakers always. And yep. yeah, just uh, hopefully, you know, get in front of some people, let them know we exist and set up some demos. Yeah, I mean, it's a great one for you because you know, you're so well known in that community uh, already. And so you'll have lots of people hanging out at your booth and wanting to chat with you. And so I think that uh, you'll get great exposure there for sure. Yeah, I hope so. And then uh, speaking 
and uh, am the lanyard sponsor at Local U Advanced in Denver in the end of July. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, really, really excited uh, for that. It's an in-person event. Um, so fingers crossed my uh, health stays on a calm path and yep. uh, can yep. catch up with a ton of friends. Um, and this is exactly the kind of crowd I want to be, right? These are people really dialed into local digital marketing, a ton of agency yep. um, people um, and in-house at, you know, s smart, strong businesses. Um, so yeah, to me, there's like not, nothing better. There was nothing better when I was at Gather Up, and there's nothing better now than getting in front of a, a local U crowd. So if if you have any interest in that, localu.org and look up the next event at Denver, and it'll be a good one. I know. And they're limiting tickets to 100, too. So the, you better get in there if you want to go. Yeah. That, that one, yeah. uh, I, I'm, it's, I'm just dying to go, but uh, we're not ready yet for, for travel especially international travel. So it's just nope. like, kind of maybe, okay, not this one, but may, hopefully the next one. I'm just, yeah. Yeah, the fact your, that uh, you're going, I'm like, oh my God, I'll give you hanging out with Aaron. I just, I miss everybody so much and I really want to, yep. I really want to go. Yeah, same. So yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, Willy Wonka golden ticket-esque with only a hundred, right? You better get one of your uh, 100 golden tickets. Yeah. Yeah. And that's going to, it's always incredible. The lineup looks great too. And this, the talks look great. Gosh, local you, it's always the best, best people, yeah. best, best conference. Yeah, totally. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we should just turn this into a two-parter, Darren. I think, uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I think we've gone enough and we still have a bunch of things that we could get to. So we can oh at my. least cross feature marketing and podcasting off and yep. Let's try to bounce back uh, in a couple of weeks here and record a, a part two to this sure. and uh, uncover some of the other things. And then uh, we'll both be a little bit further in some of our podcast endeavors. Uh, we can talk about how some of the things you've done around the launch have gone. So yeah, totally. That sounds great. Yeah. I think there's a, a great, normally we go too long. I think here, let's, let's cut a little short and then we can get into uh uh, a bunch of other stuff around keyword research and paid search and links and you know some of the the emails, some of the other things. Because I've definitely noticed you guys, White Spark has been more active with email lately too. So we can talk about that next time. All right, that sounds perfect. Good thinking, <laughs> cutting us off before it's like, oh no, we've just been talking for an hour and a half. <laughs> uh, awesome. All right. Well, so great to catch up with you, Darren. Good to. Uh, see you, hear you uh, in in my headphones, and uh, let's uh, let's talk again soon and and hit record and hopefully sh share some things that are are helpful for others. Let's do it. So great to see you too. Thanks to all our listeners, and uh, I guess we'll catch you next time. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye.